How's it going, everyone? I'm the conservative nerd, and welcome to the show. The first story I'm going to cover is about a Russian teenager who was jailed over a Minecraft plot to blow up Virtual Spy HQ. A Russian teenager has been sentenced to five years in prison for allegedly planning to blow up a virtual FSB security service building in the video game Minecraft. The ruling falls into a broader pattern under President Vladimir Putin in which young Russians are put behind bars on controversial and preemptive terrorism charges. A military court in Siberia sentenced 16-year-old Nikita... I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, to five years in a penal colony on charges of training for terrorist activities. The rights lawyer, Pavel, said on a messaging service telegram. Two other defendants were cleared of criminal charges and handed suspended sentences because they cooperated with investigators. Police took their phones and said they found in an exchange about plans to blow up a FSB building that they created in the popular block building game Minecraft. So I'm guessing they just made, like, built the building in a Minecraft server? According to investigators, teenagers were also learning to make improvised explosive devices and practicing to detonate them in abandoned buildings. The teenagers initially faced more severe charges of participating in a terrorist organization, but they were dropped due to lack of evidence. In his last words in court, reported by uh, a local newspaper, Nikita spoke about pressure from authorities during the investigation and denied planning to blow up anything. He pleaded not guilty and said that if he was handed prison time, he would serve it with, quote, with a clear conscience and dignity, end quote. <laughs> this has got to be the most idiotic story I've ever read. Jailed for making a government building in, a, in Minecraft and then destroying it, or at least threatening to destroy it. Oh my god. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no guessing the amount of unspeakable acts that this kid will endure in like the Russian prison system in a Russian penal colony and oh my gosh I can't imagine the investigators say that these kids were making IEDs or improvised explosive devices to make it sound like these kids were making the same type of devices that Islamic terrorists use and are fond of making but in reality they were actually more akin to firecrackers or m80s if you had any qualms about russians being at least semi-decent people let this serve as a wake-up call and speak of the devil biden is now telling the remaining americans living in ukraine to evacuate immediately going to an article President Joe Biden issued a warning Thursday to any Americans who remain in Ukraine as Russia continues to threaten an invasion. He says to leave, quote, American citizens should leave now, Biden said in an interview with NBC News anchor Lester Holt. Quote, it's not like we're dealing with a terrorist organization. We're dealing with one of the largest armies in the world. It's a very, very different situation, and these things could go crazy quickly, end quote. 
Holt asked Biden what scenario could prompt him to send troops to rescue Americans fleeing the country. Biden replied, there's not. That's a world war when Americans and Russians start shooting at one another, end quote. According to a U.S. military and intelligence assessment, the Russian military could launch a full-scale invasion with tanks that could potentially reach Kyiv, the capital, within 48 hours. Well, if the shit show that happened in, Afg in the Afghanistan pullout was any indication of what's on the horizon, if you're an American citizen... In Ukraine, get out now, because Biden has made it very clear that he will leave you in the hands of our enemies with no hesitation. I also need to ask why Biden decided to use the wor words world war. Or maybe that was just a slip up. The Americans and the Russians fighting each other would not be another world war. But I think, well, Biden definitely knows something and it's probably what I've been feeling and fearing since the start of this whole thing. And that's if Russia is ballsy enough to go against America, that they have an ally. And I think China is going to be backing up the Russians. And I'm praying that this isn't the case. But if I were a young American man, I'd mentally and physically prepare myself for a draft. And I don't say that lightly. I, I've been feeling this for a while that if I, I believe we could take Russia alone and with the help of NATO. But if China were to step in, we, we just we might be technologically superior, but we wouldn't have the manpower to take both those world powers on. And I'm not saying this to scare y'all, anyone listening, but just. I'm trying to give you all an understanding of the gravity of the situation and how screwed up we are because we have this imbecile and dead body occupying the White House. Again, it, it boggles my mind. All we had to deal with under Trump was just a, a few mean tweets but we had it was so good under Trump and people don't seem to understand that. I mean, our economy was good. We weren't on the verge of a world war. We had memes. We had it was it was so funny. And and, and now because a few liberals got their feelings hurt that we had this guy who wouldn't take anybody's crap in the White House, they're like, oh, you know what would be a good idea? Is if we elected a dead guy as our president. That, yeah, it's like an, it's weekend at Bernie's, but in the White House. I sure hope I'm wrong, and I hope Russia backs off of Ukraine without any trouble. And I'm, I'm praying for that, honestly. And to any... Spirit-filled person listening, I, I would do that tonight and continue to do that. This next article is a long one, so please bear with me. I mean, this actress, it's the one of the actresses from uh, This Is Us, the TV show. I, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes, but I haven't really watched it all the way through. It didn't seem my taste. 
But this actress gives us a long start to this horrible story about how painful childbirth was. And I'm going to save you all from that part. But she goes on and I'll go to the article. Quote, for me, birth was bearable because I had chosen it. I could only manage the nausea, pain and expenses, financial and emotional of pregnancy because I wanted a child. Now that I have experienced a full-term pregnancy and giving birth, I find myself thinking about how imprisoning it would be to go through this if I didn't choose it. If I was forced into it because the laws didn't give me any other option. This is off to a horrifying start. Unfortunately, terrifyingly, this isn't far off from a dystopian thought experiment. In 2021 alone, 600 abortion restrictions were introduced across the country. 90 were enacted into law. There are more than any that that's more than any other year since Roe v. Wade was decided in 1973. And right now, the Supreme Court is deliberating a case that could overturn Roe v. Wade. This is not a drill, people. All of us with the uterus may be soon stripped of the constitutional right to an abortion that doesn't exist. Forced pregnancy and birth sounds medieval as medieval as secret, unsafe abortions, and yet here we are. My life as I know it, and motherhood as I know it, was shaped by my right to make choices about my body. In that way, my birth story is inseparable from my abortion story. Ten years ago, I was pregnant for the first time. I was living in an apartment I could barely afford with my first boyfriend out of college. We were doing whatever it took to get by. I was taking random babysitting jobs, working at a smoothie shop, and performing improv in tiny L.A. theaters as often as anyone would allow me on stage. I accidentally missed a day or two of my birth control, and my period was late. So I did what countless women would have done since pioneer times. <laughs> and, and, I brought, and I bought a two-pack of pregnancy tests, took them right there in the drugstore bathroom, and buried the positive results in a trash underneath some wet paper towels. As if, as if, can you, just some pioneers on the Oregon Trail. Oh, honey, I think... I think you're pregnant. Better go into this CVS and get yourself some pregnancy tests. I'll, I'll, I'll milk the cows while I'm at it. <laughs> Going back to the article. I immediately knew the right thing to do was to have an abortion. There was no hand wringing, no confusion, no sleepless nights. I've always had a strong moral compass, the kind that sets off blaring sirens and flashing red lights in my chest if... I feel like something I'm doing is wrong. In this case, they were all silent. My compass pointed very clearly in the direction of not bringing a child into the world that I did not want or could not care for. Within two weeks, I had a safe procedure in my doctor's office, and it was no big deal. My abortion story is uncomplicated and straightforward. Based on a decision that was all my own, I understand this is a privilege. And I also stand that access to abortion should never be a privilege. It should be a protected right. End quote. Now this morally bankrupt person goes on and on, but we, we've gotten the point. 
First off, there's no un- there's no constitutional right to have an abortion. The whole case was based off the right to privacy and how that extends to your relationship with your doctor. The left turns a blind eye to this, but any judge with a spine and a basic knowledge of the Constitution would know that Roe v. Wade is a bad law and is blatantly unconstitutional. The left holds on to Roe v. Wade with a death grip instead of pushing for an, you know, an actual constitutional amendment providing the, quote, right to abortion, which doesn't exist. You don't have a right to kill another human being just because they're an inconvenience to you. By that same logic, you should be able to shoot anyone who cuts you off on the road. But like I've said before, the only conversation that needs to be had when discussing discussing abortion is that, is the baby a life or is it not? If it isn't a life, you can kill it. But if it is a life, you're not allowed to kill it. Nothing else matters. Now, why do I believe a baby growing in a womb is a life? I mean, I have a Christian answer to this, but I don't bring the Bible into this conversation, especially when whoever I'm arguing with can just say that they don't believe in the Bible, and that automatically destroys my whole argument. And I'd suggest that any other Christian listeners do the exact same. My non-biblical answer is that a mother and a baby in her womb don't have the same DNA. As soon as conception happens, a brand new DNA strand is formed separate of the mother. And as soon as that baby attaches to the uterine wall, it begins to grow. And if left alone, it will come out a crying baby. Pro-abortion advocates' main argument is the my body, my choice argument, yet just as I stated... Does a mother have two DNA strands? Does she have four arms and four legs? Two heads? Two hearts? No, she doesn't. Their whole argument doesn't even make any sense. It's not your body. Abortion advocates are pulling out their blue dyed hair because they falsely believe that if Roe gets canned, that means abortion becomes illegal across the U.S. This isn't true. Yes, a lot of southern states and red states will move to ban abortion if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, and that should be their decision in the first place, not a fe- not the federal government. But do you really believe that states like California and New York will ban abortion? Of course they won't. I mean, they need some incentive to get citizens moving back in. I mean, on a religious level, I'd love if abortion became illegal across America, but I, I don't, I'm not counting on that ever happening. Happening. On a political level, I think overturning Roe v. Wade and that decision being kicked back to each individual state to decide is the best I can personally hope for. And if a woman is so evil that she would rather kill her baby instead of giving it up for adoption, then she can drive her happy ass to another state where my tax money isn't involved. The funny thing is that pro, that people who are pro-life aren't anti-choice. We're just anti one of those choices. A pregnant woman has four others that she can happily choose from. Abstinence, contraceptive, adoption, or motherhood. 
and all of those choices don't involve killing somebody. The final thing that I'll say is that we on the pro-life side need to take better control of these conversations. Pro-choicers love to go off into the weeds and get lost on all these just little side arguments that are irrelevant. Don't let them. Like I said, the only thing that matters in this conversation is if the baby is a life or not. Set the discussion and stick to it. A country that is willing to turn their eyes from their children being slaughtered is a country that does not deserve to exist any longer. Well, that's going to be the end of today's show, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. It was a little more serious than I normally would like. But I thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, I really appreciate all the love and support. If you enjoyed the show, please go leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. I'm pretty sure that Facebook is now throttling my podcast on like my Facebook page because the reach on all the memes that I post and the posts where I post about my con like my actual podcast, like only two people are seeing my podcast posts. And so I'm, um it's a little fishy. So I don't really know what to do about that, but I'm working on a solution. But the best way to support the show is go like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, we also have a Gitter and uh, a, what's it? A Rumble. And like I said, go leave a five star review on Apple and Spotify. And eventually, we're going to be getting a lot and I'd say a video show up. And I'm still working on kind of getting the kinks of that and getting the equipment all set up. So I'll keep you updated on that. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, not all nerds follow the herd.